I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Hilton, and I cannot believe we are in December already. It's uh, time always flies. Well, it always seems to fly when you're in December, right? And I know this is going to be a super hard time for a lot of you too, navigating family holidays and situations. And I know that it's going to bring up a ton of you know reflecting too and asking yourself life questions about what you want and if you need to be more dramatic about your approach to getting pregnant next year and a whole bunch of stuff. I know I get very reflecty um, at this time of year. It's a big time of year to really reflect on everything. Everyone thinks that happens in January, but I actually think this starts to bounce around in our heads from the beginning of December. And then in January, we may, we, you know, or have already committed to the New Year's resolutions, right? Um, like, did I get what I wanted from this year? It's almost over. Did I get what I wanted? Did I achieve what I wanted to achieve this year? Why am I so frigging tired, right? And I think leading up to the end of the year, we all start to feel a bit more tired because I think, honestly, it feels like we've been running a marathon and you can see the finish line, you know, a mile away or a few weeks away, as it were. And so we start to internally just be desperate to reach that finish line or a new year to bring you hope and new beginnings it's like if you've had a crappy 2022 we just want to see the back of it because we think then we can just lump it all together into 2022 and kick it away from us and 2023 will be this new beginning this new positivity that's sometimes how it works in our minds it's not always how it works Uh, in reality but it's how it works in our minds you know if you're busting to go to the toilet and you hold on and hold on and you do so with grace right until you reach that bathroom and you're in the bathroom and the toilet's right there and now you're fumbling with the zip on your jeans and you nearly pee your pants because your body is already accepting and anticipating the release, right? And that's what I think the end of year is like for us. We just want to get to the end. If it's been shitty, we just wait and try to get to new, the new year finish line to get some of that hope back. And so at this time of reflection, I wanted to talk about your career, your current job. Because I have a lot of people come to me uh asking and talking about their careers you have no idea the range of topics that I cover with people in sessions or when I'm talking to them about their lives because it all matters with fertility and we know it all matters deep down because we ask ourselves questions like should I quit my stressful job to get pregnant right because whether we like it or not stress matters on the fertility journey even if that is just because the fertility journey is so stressful You want to limit it in other areas of your life because too much stress seems to be eating you alive, right? Now, there is actually a really simple way to know whether or not you should quit your job on the fertility journey and if the stress of your job is just too much. Like really simple criteria. 
but it also depends on a lot of factors, <laughs> like whether or not you can actually afford to quit your job, and that will just provide a whole bunch of other stress that's just not worth it, right? But let me talk to you first uh, about some people that I've walked through this and the outcome for them, okay? Let me talk about careers in terms of fertility. Well, firstly, me. Let's take me. I had a really toxic job back in the day, like super toxic. And it isn't anything I can describe or put into tangible words of like this was happening and that was happening, right? The place was just not right. And those kind of environments are the worst because you can't quantify what makes it so toxic to you, right? So it's hard to like say, yeah, I'm leaving this job because of this. And so I used to just think I was too sensitive, that I just needed to toughen up. But during the time I worked there, I had four miscarriages, right? I should have quit much earlier than I did. But as a family, we were also relying on that money. So I kind of felt stuck. So life is never black and white in that way. And I want you to know that I know that. So another client who came to me years ago, she just really detested her job, right? She was successful and smart and she'd done really well for herself. But boy, oh boy, she did not like going into work every day. She just, she felt really misaligned with what she was doing now. Like it had been okay before, but now she felt misaligned. So there wasn't anything wrong with her job or the workplace. And so we went on a big journey for her to discover for her a career that she would feel excited about, that she felt passionate about, that she really wanted to do going forward. And when we landed on that career and started, and she started studying towards it, the strangest thing happened. Her daytime job didn't seem that bad anymore at all. Why? Because she had an end date. She could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Whether she had to stay there for two more days or two more years, she didn't feel stuck there anymore. She had purpose. She had direction. She felt like she had choice again in her life. So she was able to enjoy her day to day again because her biggest issue was resolved. The feeling of feeling stuck and chasing that freedom. And sometimes we are able to change something like this by changing our perspective. So that's literally she had a change of perspective, like the job itself wasn't bad. The environment wasn't bad. It was how she felt about it. And that's all it takes. Right. Sometimes. But other times that's not the case. I had a client more recently. You know, I mean, you could also see that with my example, like it was very toxic. I needed to get out. And so I had a client more recently who was working on contracts for 12 weeks at a time. And while she was working on one of those contracts, her period was all over the place and she was just stressed beyond her limit because the, the environment was bad, right? What I loved about her was she was a quick study of the tools and the strategies that I gave her and she quickly made the decision to quit her contract early, right? Take some time out because she could. And the next time I spoke to her, she was working part-time in a bar at a golf club, I think during the day with not a care in the world, right? It was a much easier job. Uh, she always knew it would be temporary for her, but it also pulled in some money and gave her the time out that she needed from her profession at the time. And it almost seemed to be like she was taking a holiday and enjoying herself without the pressure she had on herself before, but she still felt like she was contributing to the household. So it was a really good time for her. 
And I've saved this next example for last because it perfectly illustrates the simple criteria that I think you need to consider. Because I think during a fertility journey, battle, crisis, however it feels for you, that we get confused and just want to try things because we don't know what else to do. And I had two lovely ladies on a support call one day and one had just quit her job and the other was thinking about quitting her job and they both cited the same reason, being stress, right? And we talked about what was going on for each of them and I asked them both the same questions. First up, do you like your job? The one in her job still answered yes. The one who had quit said no. I talked to them both about the type of stress they were experiencing. The one still in her job said that sometimes the deadlines were full on, but she actually enjoyed the challenge and loved what she did. The one who had quit her job said that the environment was unhealthy and stressful and it wasn't her passion. And I think you can clearly see for yourself that both of them had already made the right decisions, right? And we were able to quantify that for them. Um, so they felt really settled in the decisions that they'd made. One who had quit her job and one who was staying in her job. The one who had quit was very right to have quit, very justified. And the one who was still in her job was still right to be there in her job because she actually loved it. And there was nothing wrong with the actual job. It was just the amount of stress that she was experiencing or the way she perceived the stress too. So once you figure that out for yourself, do I actually like my job? Do I enjoy it? Is the environment that I'm working in okay? Because you can have your dream job in a very unhealthy environment, right? If all those markers are okay, then you need to learn to view or manage the stress differently. You don't have to throw away your whole career to get pregnant, right? But if any one of those other factors are off and you hate it, the environment is bad and it's just not, not just a matter of perspective change, then you may want to quit or find something else, right? Let's not just talk about quitting. It's about finding something else, doing something else that's good for you. So if everything is going well in your job and you need to manage the stress, let's look at stress for a minute. Stress is actually a healthy part of our everyday life. A little stress can drive us to achieve, can get us to complete things on deadline, can get us out of bed in the morning um, to require a little bit more of ourselves. So stress is not always the enemy. The enemy is never finding balance. But a lot of stress can mean we never have downtime and never switch off. Okay, We keep our nervous system switched on, our bodies in fight or flight. And it's something you might only feel the contrast on when you actually do switch off one time. Like you could love your job and never switch off too, right? It's not always about too much negative stress. It can be about never allowing yourself to truly rest. Rest your body, rest your mind, switch off that nervous system. Like I had my own business um, doing something very different a while back, many years ago. And I went away for the weekend and I loved my job, right? And every aspect of it. But my life had become all about my job. I wasn't switching hats too well to be able to rest and relax. And it took me the entire weekend and a massage before I finally felt that switch turn off where I was actually really relaxed inside internally and then it was time to go home, right? I didn't have balance in my life at all. If you can never allow yourself to sit down and really unwind, 
then you have a balance problem. So like I said, stress is not the enemy. So if you're experiencing unrelenting stress in your current career, but you like it, the job that is, right? Then how do you counteract that stress when you get home? Because that's the key. That's the balance, right? You know, some people might say, oh, I relax with a glass of wine. Nope, you don't. You self-medicate with a glass of wine. You don't need wine to take the edge off, right? You need better strategies. Wine is also not the enemy here. I'm not saying that and enjoying a glass of wine is fine, uh, but it's not a counteractive activity to your stress levels. It's a mask if you're using it that way, right? But given you're all on a fertility journey, that's probably not what you're doing anyway. Um, but I just wanted to point out an activity that people say they use sometimes to unwind, which is not unwinding. TV can be the same, although not always. So the first question you may ask yourself then is, is there anything in my current position that I can stop doing to give myself more breathing room in my life? Say, for example, you're staying back five nights uh, out of five nights to get more work done and working on weekends or something, right? Can you cut back to not working on the weekends? Can you cut that back to three nights a week? so that you can actually finish at a reasonable time a couple of nights a week and allow yourself some actual downtime. Can you quit a committee that you're on or any other things that, you know, might help you to find more breathing room in your life? Can you commit to less or volunteer things that you do at the office, right? Like teachers, for example, might be working full time and then tutoring and then this and that, right? And maybe you just need to cut back to just your full-time job, right? And quit the tutoring and all the extra bits. Everything in life is a choice. Can you stay in the same career, but change jobs to make things better for yourself time-wise or flexibility-wise or even cut down to part-time? There are so many options you can consider before quitting altogether that give you the breathing room you're looking for. Or if you are mostly working reasonable hours, What activities can you do at home that really allow you to unwind? And that's the other trick, right? Now, these are some of my favorites. Exercise, right? Now, that seems counterintuitive, but exercise itself stresses the body out. But it can help you get the stress out of your job to allow your body to reset. So you exercise in a healthy way that then allows your body to relax and unwind afterwards. You know, it's like yoga. Um, yoga itself is, you know, done well. It can be really hard. But, you know, everyone's favorite position at the end is Shavasana, right? And it feels like a really meditative experience when you're in Shavasana, when you've had a really good yoga session. And that's what I mean by exercise. You stress your body out a little bit, but then you're able to rest and relax into a deeper state. Um, Reiki or massage, right? If you're really struggling to unwind, obviously it's not something maybe you can do every day. But if you are really had a tough week, maybe this is something that you need to do to really allow your body and your mind to just let go a little bit, right? Walking slowly and mindfully, like clearing your mind. This isn't about walking and listening to podcasts and listening to music and, you know, filling your brain and your activity with everything. No, it's about finding that space in your day 
okay? Watching a bird fly around, you know? Uh, going to the beach, watching a sunset, watching the sunrise, um, a really great TV show, one that's not stressful in any way. Like there are some TV shows that just really bring me joy, that allow me to relax, but most are not like that. And TV, watching TV itself is not usually a relaxing exercise that I'm talking about. So you have to be careful with that one. Uh, meditation, of course, is always great. Listening to your body, not your mind, about what it wants to do. Sometimes it just wants to lie down and we aren't letting it, right? So many people are like, oh, I can't sit down. I can't sit down. I have to clean the kitchen. No, that's a choice. I know as hard as it is and you might be that type A and you can't let things go, but that's a choice and you aren't allowing your body to relax when it really needs to let go. Um, a bubble bath can be really relaxing. You know, maybe some good Epsom salts, just allowing your body to rest and relax and seeing how heavy you can get. Um, I mentioned yoga, didn't I? Breathing, breathing, oh my gosh. Intentional time to slow down your mind and your breath is one of the easiest ways to get into your parasympathetic nervous system is to breathe intentionally. Deepen your breaths. Really take your time to breathe. It only takes a minute to like really breathe in deeply hold, breathe out completely, right? And that's quite different to what we're doing when we're in fight or flight and in stress and running around. We're usually shallow breathing, right? So that is going to counteract some of the stress in your day. But my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite things, because it's such a game changer, uh, can help you sleep better, can help you to really find your calm during your fertility challenges. You don't have to squeeze it in your day. You can just do it last thing at night as you're going to bed is hypnosis. Like I, I love it for so many reasons. Being able to practice getting your body into that deep state of hypnosis or relaxation is a game changer and is the antithesis to all the stress in your day. And it takes 20 minutes and you can do it as you're going to sleep. You can actually fall asleep, right? It's such a beautiful thing. Now, I just wanted to circle back a little bit in my storytelling here today because I did tell you about my first client who completely changed her career because um, she felt misaligned. And guess what? She did all of that. She went through the study because it was a short um, study piece that she needed to do to change careers. And as she was doing that and realigning her life, she did get pregnant um, with a lot of bad results previously with that from IVF. But she did get pregnant quite miraculously, naturally, too. My next client who quit her stressful job and started working at the at the golf club and and really prioritizing herself and putting, you know, showing herself that she was worthy. Two weeks later, she was pregnant. It's crazy how sometimes that works. I'm not saying that's just the answer, quit your job and you get pregnant or change your career and get pregnant. I'm not saying that. For these people, it was a consideration, but it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing that they did that um, allowed their body to find that space as well. So if you are thinking about quitting your job because you feel like, you know, maybe if I quit my job, you know, the stress uh, will go away. 
maybe you will just have too much time to think and maybe that stress in itself will be too much for you. You really need to look at all the ins and outs of stuff before you quit your job. But there is always so much choice for you. I want you to know that. And if you need to talk it through with somebody, find that great sounding board to be uh, to allow you to get to the heart of something that allows you to see what the right decisions are. Make those lists, make the pros and cons list. Have that brainstorming session about what else you could do, right? Before you just up and quit your job. Because it's not the job that's going to get you pregnant. It's really not. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot more that goes into it. Minimizing your stress, though, is always a good idea just for your own mental and emotional health. And I really hope you've gotten a lot out of today. And I shall see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.